We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Guys, let's. Uh, we got a ton of super chats. Yes, so, we do. Uh, we'll be able to talk about a lot of this stuff again as we do super chats. So, are you guys good with us just starting to roll through those? Is let's there anything else up. you guys want to add before we get started? Thanks, mom. My mom and dad are here. My grandma's here. My <laughs> wife, my dogs. My mom just bought me you a full That was that was We're like partying uh, up at the Driscoll household tonight. That was like some stepbrother stuff, man. Mom, meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> that was, a, dude. If you're going to say that, you got to at least get it right. That was wedding crashers. Oh, you're right. Yeah, we'll yeah, it was. Now. It's Hold wedding crashers. Meryl, it's we'll fine. Characters right, okay? It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. that's great. Some, uh, something with the drum set, then. All right. Yes. We're good. No, We're good. different movie. The no, that's Step Brothers. That's Step Brothers. Yes. <laughs> Wolf Wolf Step Brothers. Wedding crashers. I know. I got. Chaz it. I got Reinhold. it. Wolf Ferrell. Wolf Ferrell. Yes. What was his name? Chaz Reinhold. Chaz Reinhold, that's right. And then he was, yeah, yeah and then he was with Chaz Michael Michael. The godfather in, uh, of wedding crashing. In stupid skating movies, yeah. Let's get to, uh, you guys want to add anything before we get to the super chats? Any, you guys I know all the movie, last... all the movie trivia. That's all I want to put in the okay. chat, so. Ryan's right, got it. <laughs> He's got it. Sean, you good? Um, man, I'm happy, man. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, at this point, Tonight. we can do whatever. I I mean, yeah. But think about where we were three weeks ago. Like, Sean, you text me. He's like, dude, I don't even want to do the show tonight. <laughs> Like, I'm sick of saying the same thing over and over again. Yeah, exactly. Right? Because, right. I mean, we, right. we were just so frustrated because the team just didn't show the improvement. Yeah. And it's like they went like this to boom. Like, nothing. I mean, it, it's just been – it's been like, wow. Like, yeah. this this changed fast. I, I'm in such a good mood. One of my children is still awake. Okay? Wow. So, over there eating popcorn and watching YouTube videos. And I don't care. My father of the care. year, my father of the year, I'm just being a bad window. parent tonight, and I don't even I, care. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just happy. I'm just happy my daughter's not awake, Vince. I'm not even so. in my own house, and she's with me. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I know who's <laughs> with you tonight. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, Let's jump into these, and we thank everybody for the Super Chats tonight. Christopher yes. Galloway with Super Chat. As an old offensive lineman, I love seeing the Irish Hogs getting to eat. O-line yeah. to get the MVP of the game. And can we say something else? To all those people talking about Harry Heastan and he's this and he's that after the first couple games, <laughs> I'm going to be that guy tonight. Um, <laughs> this is doubt. why this is why you brought him back. Yeah, because this is what you get. Yes, dominance. Yep, absolute dominance. And the and here's the thing: you watch that film. This is this was O line clinic tape tonight, fellas. Yep, moving your feet. There was look, and here's the thing: Ryan, you had said this on the show the other day. Clemson's gonna get theirs. They're gonna get their plays, and they had a couple plays tonight. But there were so sure. many times tonight where they came off and they actually beat the Notre Dame blocker off the ball and kind of got in their chest, and they would recover and push back. That didn't happen in the past. Like, they'd cover and then just escape and, you know, block, destruct, and get to the football. But the timing of the block, of the blocking, the push they got, <clears throat> I mean, they were just getting four or five yards, and the running backs were just following them, just like, just get in the hole and follow them, man. <laughs> and I can't tell you how, as a running back, when the line's doing that, it's so much easier to play with confidence. Yeah. You know, just like, dude, I'm just going to go do my thing because these guys are – that's one heck of a cup, Jesse. These guys are getting <laughs> after it. That was a monster cup. I'm digging that. Um, but, man, O-line should get MVP of the game. I mean, how do you not, right? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. And I'm almost like, dude, I gave him the player of the game last week. I'm like, shoot, I don't want to give him the player of the game this week. But I'll tell you something right now, though. Uh, Let's not like the O line played great, but there was a few times where Clemson brought numbers, mm-hmm. and Audric and Logan are making dudes miss in the backfield yep, or running them and over, free completely or running them over. I mean, just I mean, literally running them over. Yeah. Did you guys talk about the dynamic of Will Shipley? Like Notre Dame, Will Shipley's a heck of a back, right? And, yeah, absolutely. And, and everybody's telling yeah. Will Shipley. You put Will Shipley behind this offensive line tonight, and he does pretty darn right. good as well. Right, and that's what he's but thinking on the plane ride home. This is a, this is a lesson <laughs> of recruiting. Yeah, you miss out on a guy, and it stinks. You miss out on a guy that was your top back. He's a heck of a player. But how do you rebound? Mm-hmm. Notre Dame missed out on Shipley, and what do they rebound with? Estime. Audric Estime. Logan Diggs first. Okay. Then Audric Estime second. And it's like, would you like we were asked today? Would you would you want Chris Will Shipley on this depth chart? 
Sure. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Would you trade him for your two that you got? Heck to the no, man. That's no, not happening. Like, no. Because nope. give because like Jesse said, when I can just keep rope, because there was a big difference. Remember the dude on our chat that said that the that Phil Moffa was better than Will Shipley? <laughs> but like <laughs> the, seriously, the, 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 but the yeah, yes. but the thing is Vince, when you take when you take, take Will yeah. Shipley out of the game, there's a huge drop-off. And Phil Moff is yeah. a nice number two back, but there's a big drop-off. Sure. Tonight, you saw, and you even saw Chris Tyree. Like, imagine what happens when Chris, Ryan texts me, like, is that Chris Tyree in space? But yeah. he had two big plays tonight. He had the cutback. I mean, even your number three back did some things. Like, Chris Tyree tonight, as the number three back, had 52 yards of total offense tonight, guys. Yep. Your third back had 52 yards of total offense tonight. Correct. And when you so can means, just keep, yeah, yeah, that means you, you had two hundred over two hundred and fifty yards yeah. of total offense from your running backs. You keep rotating your backs in and in, and it just doesn't matter who you put in. You just can't stop it. So yeah, the old line played great, but let's not act like not. No one's acting like that. I mean, I'm sure everybody, but but let's not also forget that this run, this these running backs played tremendous. They weren't just okay dudes running behind an elite offensive line. Right. This is the best Notre Dame backfield I've seen in a long Agreed. time. A long time. Yep. D win five. Vince has to wear white every uh, white wow. every game from here on out. And you know what else, Vince? Is every home game. You know, you and I got to go out to the outside to watch. So tonight, Vince and I did something a little bit different. We wanted to hear how the crowd was going to be, so we went outside for the "Here Come the Irish" when they come out of the tunnel, and. Man, it was cold because like we Bob were above got, the stadium, yeah. and so like all the wind was like just hitting us in the face, man. I got brutal. blown off of the ninth floor. I had but... to grab my hat like immediately when I walked outside, or I was gonna lose it. Um, but uh, and I might have died because I probably would have gone chasing after and dove over the top of the ninth floor to try to catch it. But um, <laughs> we so we were there when like they came out and the crowd was going crazy, and then they were actually louder. Here, here's where I knew this was gonna be a good night because Vince and I were like, that was okay, like the crowd was okay when their name came out, but when Ke- Clemson came out. The Notre Dame fans went like, I mean, they booed Clemson louder than they cheered Notre Dame. And it's yes. like, okay, that the crowd is, is mentally here. in it tonight. Yes. They are mentally here tonight because yep. they're, they went after Clemson. And I was, I, I mean, there was a lot of orange, but it was not it wasn't as, as much, much as, as I was, thought it was going to be. It was not as much as I anticipated at all. I it mean, wasn't. it was, it made up maybe 10%, I guess, of the whole stadium. And obviously yeah. they were they were you know in their normal spot and it was just yeah. peppered throughout you know yeah. some orange or whatever but it wasn't even close no. to what it was when Georgia no. was in town it wasn't anywhere near what it was when Nebraska was in town. In well, 2000. how about Vince? Were you at the Cincinnati game? I was last yeah. year. How they how were? To- I don't know. You know what? For Cincinnati, I don't feel like it was the numbers, but I feel like it was the. The, the sound like they were just because they were winning like they well, they I, outplayed their name from start i to get that but they I, were i was so loud was, go ahead right, I, that's right I was, Ryan, unfor- you were there. I was unfortunately at the cincinnati game last year as well <laughs> yes yeah. it was well dude you're ryan you're no longer a jinx because you were at the syracuse game so i know you're man. just not I you're know. just not allowed back in south bend so that's right. fine that's all right uh, that's, that's cool i'll be i'll be down in maryland next week for the uh for yeah. the navy game so we're all good are you are you I think we're gonna go down you, for the day. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Planning on it. So you're gonna yeah. be in the stands, or did you want me to get a? I'll probably just in the stands. Vest. I just in the stands. Yeah. You're one and zero. You're one and zero in the press box, man. Just Charlie Weiss's last belt loop with a wow. huge super chat. Thank you, Charlie. You appreciate you, buddy. Great win by the Irish. Want to say love the Morrison breakout party, dude. <laughs> will be an NFL stud one day. 
I'm starting to see the directions Freeman wants his team. They get a stud QB national championships there. Do you see Keon rethinking? Number three, <laughs> uh, I hope so. I mean, that's my first call when I get back in the locker room. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, I'm just, it yeah. is. I doubt it happens, but uh, I think Worth number shot, two, man. Num- number one is this is why you don't worry about recruiting rankings. We tried to tell people last year, like Ryan and I talked about it. Vince and I talked about it. Sean and I talked about it. We kept watching this kid's film saying, what am I missing? I would text their name coaches be like, what am I missing here? Why, why is this kid not a top hundred player? What am I missing? Why is Irish breakdown? The only people that rank him as a top hundred player. I, I didn't get, understand it, but we're all seeing it now. Cause it's not like he's been playing like trash all year. And all of a sudden he had a great night tonight. Like this, Whoa. this is kind of how he's been for most of the year. Um, but I think number two is the big one, fellas, is I'm starting to see the direction Freeman wants his team. And it's not just the physicality. It's the way they were physical with sort of that, again, that F you, we're Notre Dame. We don't give two rips about who you are. This is our house. You're about to catch one tonight. And just, I'm sorry. It's like, we're talking about movie quotes. <laughs> Sean, it was like the scene from uh, Harlem Nights. Don't take this ass whooping personally. If y'all don't know, if you've never seen Harlem Nights, you got to check it out. But it was one of the greatest scenes. Uh, when the when the it's a boxing scene, it's great. It's great. Jesse, we lost you for a second there, man. Glad to have you back. (laughs) David Carpenter with a super chat 35 20. What a great win! Two things. One, was this the most dominant win over a good team in the last 20 years? Felt like it. Um, I guess it would depend on how you define good. I still felt like the USC game was even more dominant, but this is a much better team than that USC team. That's the difference. Yeah, Yeah, that's the difference. That USC defense wasn't very good. Right. Like, but um, yeah, if if you want to talk, if you were to say, David, if you were to say just good team, meaning top 20, I'd still say, I'd still say probably 20, 2017 USC. If you want to like get like real good, like top 10, I honestly, I'd have to, I'd have to think back. It's been a while. I'd have to go back and do the Rolodex, but we certainly didn't get one last 15 years. I'd have to go back to the Rolodex, the the, Rol- the mental Rolodex to think of one, guys. Can you think of one where they played a top ten team and like did this? No, like just physically destroyed them. I, I mean, you'd have not to go since, back to the Lou Holtz era. Not since I've been covering the team, and that yeah. was in 04, You know, yeah. I mean, they've had big wins. Ty beat Michigan that one year, and but like, no, nothing like this. Nothing but yeah, like I, I, somebody I, said I Oklahoma, but I they, they didn't, didn't dominate, dominate that game. Right. It was 13-13 yeah, exactly. in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Jesse, right. you're right. They had tied the game up 13-13. That was right. a much closer game than 30 to 31-13. They they right. poured it on late. The, no, this, yeah, you're the, right, Jesse. This was very different because I I forget if it was 14 nothing or 21 nothing at the time, but I would be completely lying if I didn't say I didn't have like a sneaking feeling like uh, I think Notre Dame's going to kind of let a couple in here and it's going to kind of be a squeaker win like and Vince, that didn't happen did we not say the happen. same thing in the press box mm-hmm. we're like they're gonna let them go down score and it's gonna end up being like 28 21 right. i said that thing yep. and vince was agree and it's just, and it's not gonna look on paper like it was the blowout that it was and, and they then didn't. they scored 35 they never let and it up. was beautiful never let up yeah. never let up never let up and man did did you Vince, did you see the burst that Benjamin Morrison showed on that interception though? Oh, was he was like he outright Shipley. Yes. Oh, I mean it was it was <laughs> just saying. Boy. 
Just saying. John A1 with a super chat. Thank you, John. Teams seeing this game are saying, boy, I hope Notre Dame never gets a top-tier quarterback. I, I hope certain recruits not in South Bend were watching the big game tonight. I'm going to say yes. something right now. CJ Carr is like, yep, I want to <laughs> play with that. Because, <laughs> like, if you're a kid like CJ Carr, you're thinking – because you know CJ's a confident kid. He better be anyway. I don't want a quarterback that's not confident. And you watch CJ play, you know he plays confident. Right. But he, if you're a big-time quarterback, you got to be watching this game thinking they got that receiving core coming in next year. They get dudes at tight end. I get to play with that group of running backs and that offensive line? Like, my job's going to be pretty flipping easy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, I mean – Goodness gracious! I mean, because because CJ was just chilling in the uh, the visitor section with uh, Jaden Greathouse and Braylon James, yeah. and like, yeah, man, yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, dude, you you put us with that with what what's going on in the trenches right there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. David Hess with a super chat. David says, "Nice to see Irish fans not sell all the tickets to Clemson fans and bring the energy <laughs> onward." Notre Dame. Yeah. Yeah. I was worried and as I was all approaching the stadium, though. Yeah, there's a lot, and people there's were texting, a lot I guess of orange, the Clemson man. fans were in last night and everywhere, and they were but, almost um, exclusively Clemson fans at Eddy Street Commons, kind of the, the yep. group of restaurants just uh, south yep. of campus, and that's the way I kind of drove in. I was like, "Oh, this is bad." And to <laughs> all know? the Notre Dame fans have sold their tickets to Clemson people. You didn't get to watch this, so <laughs> you. all right. <laughs> Connor Grant with a super chat. Is Notre Dame this good or Clemson not as good as hyped? I knew this was going to come. Of course it um, was. Clemson is who we said they were coming in. A, mm-hmm. This is not 2018 Clemson. No. This is not 2016 Clemson. This is still a very good football team. Again, folks, they had three top 25 wins coming into tonight. And Notre Dame. They had the most and, of and look, any team in the country. And this, we've talked about – we said this during the week too, guys. Right? If they play again next Saturday, does Notre Dame win this way? Probably not. You know, I mean, maybe. But just tonight in this game, this was who Notre Dame is supposed to be, man. Yeah. You know, but um, like, Ryan, I loved your response to Joe. Like, or Notre Dame's just really, you know, a lot better than people think. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We can yeah. we can never we can never give the team credit, Brian. We just have right. to, you know. We, right. we live in a world where on Twitter yes. we just dunk but, on people but, instead of giving other people credit. Say? What did we say in the in the? This is a, this Vince. You and I talked about this during the game or before the game, and Sean, I think we talked. You and I talked about this, and then Ryan, I think you and I talked about this on a show. Mm-hmm. This is a this isn't a great matchup for Clemson, nah. right? Like. Because Notre Dame matches up pretty well against Clemson, unlike they did right. in the past. Right. Right. And, and you know, and look, Clemson just well, I mean, wasn't it was, and it was kind of physicality. You know, it was it was good on good as far as Notre Dame's run game versus yeah. Clemson's run defense, and Notre Dame got the best of them, you know, mm-hmm. as far as that matchup is concerned. So it was like strength on strength, and so that's why Notre Dame matched up well. And then when you, when you reverse it and you look at Notre Dame's defense versus Clemson offense, I mean – and I said it all week, you know, if they come at it with the game plan that they had in the first half of Syracuse and they had to do that for the whole game, they're going to have to have success. That's essentially what happened. I mean, they kept putting pressure on the quarterback. They kept bringing stunts from all over the place. I mean, that's essentially what they did. And it was successful. Clemson didn't have a clue what to do offensively. It was also a yeah. bad matchup because they just don't have the wide receivers to challenge the secondary no. for Notre Dame no, right no, now either. No, like, right. it was just... 
I feel like everything got, got super condensed yes. even when they're trying to get the ball outside. It's still getting condensed. Yeah. Like, it's just they not, had, they yeah. had a, a decent group of receivers. You know that a lot of yeah. teams would take that room, but they don't have that alpha. And we and Sean and I talked about that in the pregame show. There's no alpha for Clemson's uh, wide receiver room. So there's nobody that you're really worried about. You could just play good defense and be fine. And there's a lot of teams that that can't stop that because they don't have Cam Hart and Benjamin Morrison and right and guys like that. That's the other thing too, you know. Um, and and I you know obviously that that certainly helps. That certainly yeah. helps. Next, Paul Paul Church with a super sticker. Thank you, Paul, very 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 much. Mackenzie Kelly, I think I might have. Uh, I met Mackenzie Vince. Mackenzie was at the tailgate today. Okay. Mackenzie said nice, the wind nice. was our dessert since the wind blew the IB brownies away. Yeah, my mom was upset. One of the what? one of the trays with the uh, with the candies got blown off, but she had extras. Don't worry. But yeah, we had a great time at the tailgate tonight. By the way, there's so many cool people there. It was a lot of fun, and I can't tell how many times well, is Ryan awesome. coming? Is Sean coming? Sean, I told them that I, that you have a you have to figure out what you did to piss off God because every Ooh. time you're about to come to a big game, something happens and you can't come. So I don't know <laughs> what it is. I know what it is, man. Like, dude, I caught a fever. What was that? Two? No, it was like the day after I did the show with Ryan. Yeah, it was Tuesday night. Okay. You were like, man, I'm not feeling good. Because I had two tickets for you and everything. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And then you had to hit before Ohio State. and So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my mom says she thinks it's her. She thinks it's you don't want to eat her food, so she's so uh, offended. Tell uh, her uh, it has yeah, nothing that, to do with that. that okay, the, the Clemson win there, was awesome. If there's Cle- any game you know, that I wanted to go to, it, it was tonight. Yes, yes, yeah. But, look, the win over Clemson was great, but meeting Miss Mama Driscoll was was the yeah. highlight for me. She hooked up the spread, man. You had that pulled pork, man. That was that was legit, Just fantastic. That was legit. Kurt D.A. Anderson Fitness. Go Irish. Go Marcus Freeman. Yeah, it's nice watching a game where you actually like the head coach as a human being. I know. Being. It's different. Josh Phillips, <laughs> yeah. Super Chat. Morrison MVP. <laughs> Got Ryan on that one. Uh, D, special wow. teams, RBs. And Brian Mason. Good Lord. Like, that dude I mean, is, is the, killing it. He's a, there's a few even, coaches even, that. Look, even little things. Like, Vince and I talked about this. Where did where did Brandon Joseph rank in punt return average coming to this game? It's like he was like top. He's been like top thirty at different times throughout the year. I'm gonna go find where he is on punt returns this year. He's twentieth, right? Nine point nine per. That's pretty good. But if you look at the yards he has saved right, from yep. fielding punts that yep. they would let roll in the past. Now part of that's Brandon Joseph, but part of that is he's being coached to do that. Yes. Right. Like, don't let that thing roll. Place yourself, brace yourself, make the catch, <laughs> then go. They he has saved hundreds of yards this year of not just what you would what you gain. I mean, gain five, 10 yards, but it's also saving 15. It's those hit, it's hidden yardage, roll. you know. Yes. That's Whereas the, the then quote, John the Sott is pinning them yeah. inside the 10 the whole game. I was gonna say that was the important thing to me was Clemson started at their six, the seven, the thirteen, like Defense played well, but when you're backed up like that and you're not doing anything well, that helps so right. much in just being able to control that field like that. And I thought that was some a big point tonight. You know, they blocked the punts and stuff, but they, Clemson started deep in their own territory a lot tonight. Couldn't get anything mm-hmm. momentum going wise. Well, here's something else, Jesse. Um, do you, so do you have the you have a play by play in front of you? How well, many I wrote times down did, every play? Yeah. How many times did Clemson start? How many times did Clemson start inside their twenty? Because, like, even on, like, the first drive of the game, 
like Vince, you and I are talking about this. The first drive of the game, Clemson gets the ball, and they are at their own. Where was it at? It was. I'm trying to remember where they were on that first drive. Um, but they got the ball, and and let me find it here because Notre Dame blocked the first punt, right? First, first, yeah. yes, first punt of the game, correct? correct. Yep. So Notre yep. Dame gets the ball. They they put they punt it. Clemson's at the 25, right? Correct. And then you know you you block the punt, and you get in a third and 22 situation, right? Mm-hmm. So you back them up. And then, you know, they're kind of punt from their own territory. And then there was the other time that they, but like they're, they're constantly like they were calling plays tonight. The point is they were calling plays on, on third and longs where they weren't trying to get the first down. They were trying to get out of the end zone to not have to punt out of their own end zone against Notre Dame's punt team. Right. Right. I mean, you, you could see, I mean, it's third and 22. They're running a tight end slide route. Are they thinking Davis Allen is going to catch that and run for 20 yards? No, they're thinking we need to give ourselves room to punt. Right. Because we can't, you can't shorten your punt distance with Notre Dame, and I mean that's where it, there's nothing in the stat sheet that shows that. But to to Jesse's point, when you're pinning them that far back, number one, you're not going to consistently move the ball eighty plus ninety plus yards on Notre Dame defense. Did right. you figure out how many it was, Jesse? Did you were able to count how many times they, were, they started inside the twenty? About six or seven is where I got. I mean, I don't, when your defense is Notre Dame's defense, you're just not yeah. going to consistently move the ball over 80 yards on them, guys. You're right. just not. Right. And, and then, then when you've got the two where they were on the 20 and then the 21. So it's like, right. yeah, you're right there. Yeah. But Vince, when you're when you're convincing a team that because of our special teams, you're having to make play calls to not have to be pinned, you know, to get out of that cuz you know, you're I mean, that you're you're going to be hard to beat in that situation, fellas. No doubt. I'm going to super chat from Spark5219. And he says, this is the best I've seen the Irish play a complete game against a ranked team since the Lou Holtz era. Run the ball down your throat and play dominant defense. And the other thing is Lou's teams played really good special teams. Mm-hmm. Played really good special teams. Yep. And this team is playing <laughs> really good special teams. Well, Outside of the yeah. field goal kicker, I mean, again, there's no one you can do about a bad, that. But. No, it was a bad kick. Uh, it, was a, it was a terrible yeah. kick. It was a sidewinding, like, and you can't even blame the wind on that. It was just a bad kick. No. And uh, no. But, no, this is the first time in a long time that I I get excited about special teams, like when they're on the field. Yeah. I get excited about special teams. That's It's weird. Right. And but. a completely different thing, too, because, like, when we were kids, Sean, we would get excited for special teams. She was like, oh, they got to kick it to Ricky or Rocket. Like, this is going to be fun. <laughs> I've never watched the special teams. You're like, I wonder if they're going to block this one. I wonder if they're going to block this one. Like you Seriously. almost, you feel like they're about to block every single kick. And yep. and Sean, haven't you and I been begging for this for years with the previous special teams coach? Like if you can't return, at least try and heat them up. Yeah. Right. You know, like. Yeah. Mm, I didn't think they would be able to. I thought with the extra week of preparation. That's the one thing Clemson would focus on. Like, look, yes. you cannot allow them to block a punt. Right. First punt, right? And the first punt, <laughs> and then they tip another one. You know, later yes. on in the game, yeah, it was almost like it was literally almost like Clemson was unprepared. Yeah. Can we? After the bye week, I'm, I'm gonna yeah. say something else though. They they didn't do what they normally do though. That's the thing is they don't do the same. Notre Dame doesn't do the same thing every game. Like they mix it up. Like they, yeah. there's some weeks they bring edge pressure, some yeah. weeks they bring overload pressures. This week they went kind of like right up the middle. And 
did any of you, Ryan, did you break down any special teams for Clemson coming into this game? Did they always have Rook and um, – I want to know if, like, they always had Rook and Miles Murphy as personal protectors or if they just I'm did not, that for this game. I can check I'm into it. I'm very curious I'm not, about I'm that. I'm not sure. I can check into it, though, for sure. Yeah, I'd be very curious about that because I noticed that – you know, I don't – sorry, I'm sorry, y'all. I don't break down special teams. I'm sorry. I probably should, but I don't. I have enough – you know what I mean? Vince loves it, so he can do okay, all Okay, Vince, how about <laughs> you start watching special teams now? You're our special teams coordinator for our breakdown. I got a kid who plays special teams. I'll make him do it. There you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, but Angela, here's a here's a photo that Angela took tonight that I just think it just kind of. Is this the Marcus Freeman one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Freaking he great. was like the first dude down. So just so you know, my wife is side by side to him. Photographers are not allowed to go past the 18-yard line. <laughs> right? So this is how far down Marcus Freeman ran. Like towards the end zone. Yeah. By the way, so um, he had his linebacker speed days. That, that's uh, my on, head on coach. That, no that's my head yeah. coach right there. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Caleb Collins with a super chat. Thank you, Caleb. Brian Mason, Harry, BMO. Yeah, I mean, Brian Mason and, and Harry Houston were just two tremendous hires. But, like, I mean, again, we're not talking about him enough, but Mike Mickens is doing a tremendous job as a cornerbacks coach in Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's a line. Talent. There's right. a line for raises. There's a yeah. line for raises for the assistant coaches. It starts with Brian yeah. Mason. Harry yes. Houston's there. Uh, let's see here. Mickens Harry's only is there in at line. number two because of – Mason's sure. team's unit started from day one. Mason's special teams were good from day one. Harry needed and two and a half. Coach games. Mickens is there as well. Those three guys mm-hmm. all need to renegotiate after at yeah. the end of this year. No doubt. No doubt. Doing a great <laughs> job. And, yeah. hey, let's not forget about Dylan McCullough either now. Oh, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. He can he can join he can join the race party. Dylan McCullough needs to jump into that conversation as yeah, well. Yeah, you're not wrong. He's doing a tremendous job, and he's breeding all Americans. You know what I'm saying? So like at least freshman all Americans too. So his son uh, Deshaun is doing a great job at Indiana this year. Spark five two one nine also said Benjamin Morrison MVP, and he's only a freshman. Great game, runner up, offensive line, and then defensive line. Ian Johnson with a super chat. Not a fan of Dabo taking timeouts down twenty eight into the fourth quarter. Dude, he didn't know he did. He's not in, in this position. He didn't know what to yeah. do. He's not used to being down like this. He's like, oh, what yeah. do we do? Timeout. Like time you know, we're, we're doing movie references, right? It's the it's a scene from Miracle when yeah. when when Kurt get Kurt Gibson when Kurt wow. Russell's character looks over at the Russian coach and he's like, he doesn't know what to do. He's never <laughs> been in this situation before. That's what it was, man. Um, I'm telling you. He hasn't had that since 2014 when they were like under 500 his first year. I get why coaches piss, but part of me, and and I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here, part of me wonders if Dabo is trying to see what kind of fight his team has left, right? That's fair. We're not going to quit, right? Right. We're going to try to get this ball back and score. We're not going to give up. There's still time left on the clock. We're not quitting. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and part of me wonders if maybe there wasn't something to that to it as well either. But to your point, I mean, when was the last time Clemson was, I mean, in a regular season game? I mean, they got waxed by Ohio State in the playoff two years ago. But I mean, this just doesn't happen to Clemson. No. I mean, they like they Not, lost to Georgia last year 10 to 3. They lost yeah. to NC State 27-21 in overtime. Sure. They lost to Pitt by 10 in a relatively competitive game. You know, 2019, no regular season losses. 2018, no regular season losses. 2017, they lost to Syracuse by three. 2016, they lost to Pitt by a point. 
you know, 2015, no regular season losses. 2014, <laughs> last Georgia Tech beat them 28-6. And in that year, Georgia in the first game of the year beat them 45-21. So you got to go back. You know what? I'm going to do it, fellas. You got to go back to 2014, the start of the turnaround, the true turnaround, right? <laughs> like you had the Orange Bowl game that year before. 2013 was kind of the, the kickoff, but then 2014 yeah. really started the Deshaun Watson era. Yeah. It began with a blowout against Georgia, and it ended with a blowout against Notre Dame. People say that the win over Notre Dame was the thing that truly sparked the Clemson run. And tonight, Notre Dame ended it. I'm going to tell you that right now. They ended Ooh. the Clemson dynasty. It's interesting you say that because if you listen to Dabo, one of the things he said this week about this team is that week to week he doesn't know. He said this. I don't know which team is going to show up. Mm-hmm. He's like, they're kind of like my – he said they're kind of like my 2016 team. And Deshaun had to do everything. Mm-hmm. Like, he and they don't have a quarterback like that right now. He said that at least that team – was coming off. He said, I understood why that team was going through that because they they were ready to just get to the playoff. Yeah. Like they weren't, they couldn't focus week to week. They had they, Bama. They, That's all they, they cared about was Bama. Bama. All they cared about was Bama. He said, this team, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know who's going to show up. And when a coach says that, it's like, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, and I thought it was interesting because I felt like, well, man, both coaches are going to be feeling that way coming into this matchup then. Like, right. I don't know which team I'm going to get, but Marcus right. Freeman, you know, Dabble said that Tuesday, and Marcus Freeman yeah. on Monday is like, my team is ready. Mm-hmm. So, Very interesting. We, we saw a Clemson team tonight that was just kind of like, they just kind of like played dice. They just, <laughs> yeah, just rolled Let's dice. Let's see what we got. Yeah. Let's see what we got. One team tonight had an identity, and the other one did not. That's Which really hasn't been the way hasn't been that way all year, right? Yeah. I mean, it's getting there. Like it, this is the yeah. first time where it was like, yes, I know who this team is. This in is every the first phase. time, yeah, in every phase. Christopher Federico, Brian Mason for president, two thousand twenty-four. I mean, could it be worse than the options we're going to have for president twenty twenty-four? <laughs> I mean, it can't be worse. I mean, let's don't be forget real. to vote on Tuesday, everybody. <laughs> yes, yes, I will. Vince and I've already had that conversation. Uh, Derek Jancart, Brian Mason is so bad. If you ever see him fighting a bear, you better jump in and help out the bear. I mean, I dig that, <laughs> Derek. I dig that, dude. But when, you, when but, after the block punt see, with the double fists, he was so fired up, man. <laughs> great. I'll tell you what, though, that is one thing you do get from a, a, a staff with some youth to it. Is is you are going to get a little bit of that, yeah, that that energy and that emotion, but. Now you see why him and, and Brian and Marcus Freeman are so tight because you just see that energy. Like, like just the, the indignation in Jared Parker's face when they had the audacity to call the time. Like, actually, the timeout didn't bother me because I'm not in it. I'm not in the in it like the coaches are. But, like, the audacity to call timeout, like, you know what I mean? Just like – I'm like, I like this team. These Timmy's pissed off. I like this pissed-off yeah, coaching staff and this pissed-off team. I just Great. hope it continues because they got a chance to roll. Yes. I mean – with they a couple really tweaks, a with a couple tweaks here and there, sure. I mean, this could be a really, really good young staff. Really, yes. really good. Yeah, yeah. And that's even with Harry Heastam bringing him down because he's like eighty-five. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, 
There will be no Harry He Stand hey. slander tonight, Vince. All love to the geriatric community. Okay. He's wow. a great coach. He's a great <laughs> coach. Coach He Stand, your address right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> on my phone. I can outrun him. I'm good. Uh, uh, Vince speaks for himself. He does not speak <laughs> for me, Sean, Jesse, or Ryan. Do not bring that heat to us. <laughs> I do not want Joe Alt and Blake Fisher showing up my oh. house. Oh. Uh, Hey, I'll tell you something right now, Ryan. You mentioned about Blake Fisher, and, and I think that you're right. Blake was a man mm-hmm. tonight. But Joe, yep. Joe Walt played pissed off tonight, too. I love mm-hmm. it. And, and when you're two dudes, and when I mean dudes, like, I mean, Jared, Jared Patterson's the captain, and he's really good. But, like, those are the dudes, guys. Those are the future Absolutely. top picks. Yep. They yep. played like – it's like – and you know what it is, Sean? It, they knew who they were going up against, mm-hmm. and they wanted it. It's like, you know, bring it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. bring it. Miles Murphy, bring it. You know, Blake Fisher was like, give me some of that. Jawalt was like, bring that. Man. I, I've watched I've cool. watched a lot of Miles Murphy over the last couple of years, too. There's not a game where he's quiet either. Like Jawalt neutralized him tonight. I, I mean, his only play was a was a coverage sack. <laughs> like it doesn't even yeah. uh, it's just yeah. 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 Yeah, the the pressures they got were linebacker pressures for the most part. Yeah, yes. you know, like with off stunts. Mm-hmm. Michael Burke, the super chat twenty twenty two. Benjamin Morrison, pride of BCP. That's uh Brophy Prep, by the way. Following the pipeline of Bro, oh there it is right there. Brophy College <laughs> Prep, another name. Just most of us didn't play ball. Michael Burke, <laughs> I did not know you were from Brophy. Brophy, I did not know that. Did not know that. Christopher Federico, Mason Heastan. He's now got a VP candidate, folks. He's now there got a go. VP candidate. So got Harry Heastan in there. So I mean, is is uh where's Mick? I mean, is he this is he uh Secretary, Secretary of, State? of State? Sean, you've <laughs> met Coach Mickens. He's kind of got that, you know, let's let's you know, peacekeeper kind of thing. <laughs> so you got that. You got that. Okay, I can dig that. Yeah. I get dig that. I see that. I get that. Yep. David Ingles with a super chat. Thank you, David. If Notre Dame plays this well the rest of the year, what uh, what could their chances be for a New Year's Six game? Look, it it legit. They're legitimate. Because and I'll I'll look. I'm not going to rose color glasses it for you, but if they're top fifteen, they got a chance at being in the New Year's Six. And you're telling well, me that if they beat they beat Clemson the way they did, they take care of business the next two weeks against very subpar opponents, and right. then they go if if USC wins out, they've got one loss well, going into that game. They're going to be a top ten team. They're going to get yeah. another top 10 win? Well, you're telling me you're going to keep them out of the top 15? No way. USC just scored with five minutes left to go up on Cal 41-27. It's been a dogfight. Um, so They're going to be I a top believe, 10 team. I if, can't believe they gave up 27 points to Cal. Well, that's because they're going to get this That's a tough yeah. team, Cal Bears. No, no, they're a <laughs> tough team, but not not their offense. Did um, you see Jaden Jade Ott? hurdle over someone and like cleared him while he was standing up it was fantastic could you imagine if he got to run behind an offensive either one of the offensive lines that were on the field tonight like clemson's offensive line is solid they just they're just not as good as Notre Dame's defensive line i mean that's Mm -hmm. hey but did y'all talk about jason adamiola tonight yes not a yeah i mean the interior line but not i can't wait to watch the all 22 because he just seemed to always be around the ball tonight like both of them were really good tonight. Both of the brothers were really good tonight. Yeah. Hey Ryan, how who do you think is calling Ott right now out of the SEC? Which SEC? Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's at Cal Berkeley. Get into any school, Sean. So it might not just well, be the SEC. <laughs> 
You know, here's the crazy thing is, though, guys, he's really good. Yeah. You know one school that won't be calling him? Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame. Because you got Jadarian Price coming back next year. Yeah. You got Jabron Payne, who's a four-star. And then you got yeah. Jeremiah Love and potentially Jaden Lamar coming in next year, too. It ain't slowing I, down, fellas. Yeah, it's I'd, not I'd, still, I'd, down. Still, I'd still call them. Mm-mm. You can't have 19 <laughs> guys that – I mean, you can't have 19 you running backs. All yeah. 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 Just, throw, just throw them in the yeah. slot. That's what we you don't do. Need don't need a quarterback. You don't need a quarterback. Just run Wildcat, baby. There you go. Jaden, I would be a good Wildcat quarterback, for being yeah. honest. But Yeah. Lou Holtz, Thunder, and Bolts. That's great. Freeman's rejection of the underdog role, confidence in his team made the difference. That's a great point. Never saw BK do that against top opponents. Freeman era kicked off tonight. Let's freaking go. You know, you know, look, I hate to do this, right? Because it's it's unfair. No, you don't. But it's 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 yeah, I do. Because it's like it, it's gonna sound really like hyperbolic. But the person who said this, Lou Holtz, Thunder and Bolts, right? Like, that's how Lou Holtz was, right? Lou Holtz would play deference to, like, these teams that weren't any good. But, like, sure, you kind of saw, like, that. But, like, you know, we're Notre Dame. Lou Holtz had that we're Notre Dame thing. You guys remember that speech that I played in the in the highlight video? Like, Lou Holtz talking about Notre Dame and, and that, that speech before the Michigan game about, you know, let me see you disrespect me when we're nose to nose. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Vince, remember I said they should have played that before the game? Yeah, but it's right. like, but that's that's the mentality Marcus Freeman is bringing. You're you are, you're going to respect us. We're going to make you respect us. Yeah, and that's how that team played tonight. And they didn't do it in a cheap way, a dirty way. Like I'll tell you something that told me a lot about this football team. At the end of the first half, did you got did they show on TV the cheap shot that that Clemson kid? Not one Notre Dame kid came down and retaliated. They all came down to protect their guy, but not there was not a punch thrown, a shove. They were they were ready for it, right, to a degree, but yeah. they didn't do something stupid to kind of say to get the offsetting. Like they were just jawing, right. like, okay, you, you, you but what you they know, did is they turned around and got the crowd hyped. That's what they did. Yes. And you know what else they did, Vince? They came out in the second half and beat Clemson's ass. Right. Yes, they That's did. What they did. I was I was just happy to see because, you know, before that, I didn't know Clemson wanted to play or even be on the field. So that was great to see that there was a little activity happening. It was a little life. Ryan, it didn't spark Clemson in the second half, though. At all. At all. It it, it pissed Notre Dame off. Yeah. Like, man. Zach Martin was super sad. Joel Alt's arms are so long. That is all. Go Irish. (laughs) (laughs) And there you go. Yeah, Michael yeah. Graves with a super chat. Thank you, Michael. All three facets uh, contributed tonight. For sure. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Gregory Gilbert with a super chat. 20 bucks for 20 showing out tonight. Benjamin I love Morrison. that. That's I love when people give super chats that have that like have meaning know, behind right? it. Yeah. I thought Riley Mills balled out tonight. Everybody. I, was, I knew you were going to say that. I I'm just saying. <laughs> I think every player balled out, so you should combine all the numbers together. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, me too. I'm cool with that. Jesse's like, what's my cut of all that? Man, I want some of this. Action. I want some of this juice. Mark Nuno with a super chat. Thank you, Mark, very, very much. Christopher Federico. I watched this game with friends who don't watch Notre Dame football. They were all like, who is this seven guy? I assume he's talking about Audric Estimate. Yeah. yeah. But he ran. Look, I'm a, let's say something. Let, let's give a lot of credit to Tommy Reese on this one. 
have you watched Audric Estime play since they gave him the ball after the fumble? Like they benched him against against UNLV, and the first two plays of the next game, they gave Audric the ball, and he's been a man possessed ever since. That's what good coaching is meant to do. There was accountability for the fumble. He didn't play another snap the rest of the game. There was accountability. Right. Yep. But accountability doesn't have to be you throw the kid away. And, Ryan, you said it before the game. Do not give up on this kid. Sean, you and Ryan yeah. did the prediction show, and exactly when you guys both talked about this, do not give up on Audric Estime. Yep. And they didn't. First two carries of the Syracuse game. How, and so- how did he – how did he respond, Brian? Right? He has the tough yes. moment, and he is the first running back for Notre Dame this year to have back to back 100 yard rushing performances. Yeah. Like it, that says it all. Yeah. It says it all. I mean, exactly. But, but they could have easily said, you know what? We got too many other good backs that are playing good football. You can't fumble the ball. Like you, you get on them, you handle your business, there's accountability, and then you go right back to your, your guy. Yeah, and man, it just says a lot about them. But then it also says a lot about Audric too, because your coaches can give you that chance. But what are you going to do with it? Man, he stepped up, boys, and mm-hmm. he—he, I mean, he just, oh man. David Hot Hess with the super chat. Thank you, David. Can't wait for the talking heads to say how Clemson didn't deserve to be. For, that's already started, David. Oh, it's hard. Absolutely. Forth. I think we have possibly turned a corner. Freeman error onward Notre Dame. Now, here's the thing I will say: we're starting to turn the corner for watching. Notre, we're starting to watch them turn the corner. The next two weeks are going to be very important to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Because, guys, the last two weeks they've played up to the co- level of the competition. Yep. Next yep. week, they're not. They're playing that funky triple Can they be hyped, Can they be hyped yeah. for that? Yeah. Can they, they be hyped for that? And play with the same piss and vinegar you played the last two games. Yep. And same thing when BC comes to town. So, like, I, I look, I love what we saw tonight, but, but it's not over yet. Mm-hmm. You haven't arrived yet. Now mm-hmm. let's see that you can – you're not playing – because here's what it is, Jesse, and I want to get your thoughts on this. Like, there was this debate of, they're, you know, they don't play well at home. It's the operation. you got to think about the operation. And to me, it's a sign of an immature immature team when you play the level of your competition, right? Absolutely. So, to me, I'm very curious to see if this is not a – we matched Clemson and Syracuse, or is it truly – this is who we are, and it doesn't matter who's on the other side of the field. Yeah, that's how it's got to be. I, I thought coming into the game it was more of playing down to your competition, and I think next week is the perfect uh, test for that because it's a triple option offense. You have to play assignment sound. You have to do all the right things. You're going to – you know, you, you're going to – it's going to be a physical game. Um, and, you, yeah, it, it's the perfect test to coming out and, and kind of squashing this kind of myth – or not myth – because it, it's been proven to be true so far, but coming off of Clemson and all of the, you know, that's what happened against BYU. They got back from BYU, big win, getting back from Vegas, and they laid an egg. How can you go out against a team where you have to play assignment sound football um, and can you continue to play at a high level? And I think that's a perfect test for them next week. Yeah, no doubt. And and to play with – with because, like, Sean, I mean, how many times the last couple of years have we watched Notre Dame go into this triple option game and just play passive? You know, like ah, I don't want to hurt, you know, my knees, or I don't want to do this, and I don't, yeah. you know, just not even play aggressive. And that's something else I want to see too. Is I want to see this team come out and just say, like, yeah, I want to see this offense like come out and just, just like, you know, we're we're gonna finally get it going. Yeah, I we're gonna learn a lot about this team because, like, look, this team has shown a very important character. Marcus Freeman has shown a very important characteristic. He can get his team to respond to adversity. But yeah. there's another part of being a great team. How do you handle success? 
now that everybody's going to tell you how great you are, you just whoop Clemson's butt. And this is to the point Jesse was making, Sean. Everybody's telling you how how you're disappointing and you shouldn't have lost to this team and that team. And you, you, you're able to use that as fuel to, to do this. Now everybody's going to tell you, man, you guys have turned a corner. You guys have, this is who you're supposed to, you guys are doing great. And you're about to play two bad teams. And we're all talking about USC now, right? That's yeah. what the USC in three weeks, USC in three weeks, right? right? But absolutely, there's a couple games to play before that, Sean, where we're also going to learn a lot about this team. How do you handle success? Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see it, right? But I'm going to be honest. My prayer, like, I, man, please just come out of this Navy game healthy. <laughs> With all the top blocks. <laughs> yes. Just, yeah. just come out healthy. Because that's the game where you find out you get ankle injuries, knee injuries, all types of nicks and bruises, and it's a physical game, more physical than most people actually realize. But it's an opportunity. I, I'm more interested in watching – um, the offense and what they try to do. Do they come in and just say, oh, we can just run over Navy? Or do they actually try to get, you know, the passing game flowing, you know, going into BC and then expand upon that? So by the time they get to USC, there's some other things that they can go to. I'm very interested whether or not they stay aggressive or become passive and kind of rest on their laurels you know, offensively and defensively, or do they stay aggressive? That's what mm-hmm. I'm going to be watching for. I think defensively Al Golden has shown us that he's going to be aggressive pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what he prefers to do. Um, Tommy, on the other hand, I mean, I, honestly, like I said, the way this offensive line is playing right now, I can't be mad at Tommy leaning on this offensive line. I just, But you know, though, Sean, he, here's the thing, though, about leaning into it. There's leaning into it because you're just running the same freaking play over and over again. Yeah. Which is kind of how yeah. I felt last week. But tonight there was purpose to it, though. That's yeah. the difference. Yeah. Formation this way to seal the edge. Let's mix up inside. Like, let's show duo looks. Right. Pre-snap. Quickly right. shift. Don't give them time to adjust because they, they were doing some scan. But tonight it was get in the huddle, make the call, get your shift, get your movement. Because we talked about this, Ryan, during the week. And I'm sure, you know, Sean, you and Malik talked about it. I would imagine, and and uh, it was like, don't do the scan stuff. Just get lined up quickly. Don't let Clemson adjust, and they did that, and they were able to get leverage. They were able to – and, Ryan, you talk about, like, we talk about protecting the run game. It's not just about mixing up your run plays, which we saw, mixing up inside zone and do it. We saw G-Rap tonight come back and be successful. We saw a toss play that worked really effectively. Was it to Tyree or was it to Diggs? I can't – I think it might have been to Diggs. Diggs. But they ran a really Diggs, nice yeah. – yeah, and he made a great cut. Get him in space. But they were really using formations and such to um, to protect certain things, to get leverage, things we haven't seen, Sean. There was no purpose to it. Is this we're going to line up in 13 personnel, protect the edges, and run duo yeah. at you? Yeah. We, didn't, we saw more per- – there was, there was more intention. There was more method to the madness tonight. Yeah. And that's what I liked. Yeah. And you I, I, me up there for a second. You said you saw G-Rap tonight. I was yeah. like, man, Kooji Rap was in the building. <laughs> Guard. Uh, you know, I'm old. I'm showing my age right now. I'm sorry. You're like, man, I saw G Rap tonight. I'm like, word? Like, um, how how did you go from duo inside zone to a rapper was at the game tonight? No. But no, it, I think we've all mentioned it in some way, form, or fashion. It's just like uh, Ryan's been begging for it. Like, please show variety in the run game. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. That's going back to, like, 
the Ohio State game. Brian has been begging for it. Like, please show something different. And he saw it tonight. And Vince pointed out, man, we saw 21 personnel. What do you know? I still don't know why they didn't go back to that. Not enough. But we did see it. It was was going to be wide open if they did. They were so focused on the middle of the field in the run game. Damn, what wheel route, flat route, it was going to be wide yeah. open all night. Now, I'm going to say something else, and I'm not going to try to give away too much, but I talked about three or four different people this week that were at practice. And and Vince, when did the when did the wind weather thing start to – was that about Thursday that the wind started – like talk, talk about how it was going to be a lot windier yeah. than – like first mm-hmm. it's gonna be rain and then like wind. Right. Yeah. But anyway, they they had some stuff that they worked on this week that they were gonna use that I think would have changed our perception of this game plan even more that they didn't get to because of the conditions. And I'll mm. just leave it at that. And so I'm curious to see if we're gonna see that stuff moving forward. Um and, and it didn't result tonight in a lot of throws, but because of the conditions, but we saw a lot of Dion and Tobias playing together. I did in 12 personnel. Yeah. And if they get the pass game going out of 12 personnel with those yeah. two kids on the field, that's when this offense really yep. takes off. Absolutely. I, I, I actually really liked a lot of the personnel decisions offensively today. Yeah, yeah I really I did. did. I and mean, again, I'd, I'd like to see more 21, you know. I, I completely yeah, I, I agree. But you're seeing you're seeing Cole Z and Merriweather on the field together right. a lot. But Yes, exactly. exactly. I like that. Exactly. Exactly. John Monty with a super chat. Unbelievable. That's all I have to say. No name really put it all together all the way around. Go Irish. Thank you, Beautiful. John. Very, very much. Chris Frederico also said, where's Brian? So just to <laughs> let y'all know why I wasn't planning on being the show initially was because our internet went out and that's why yep. Vince is hanging out in front of a treadmill instead of being at his, his house with that cool <laughs> Notre Dame plaque behind yeah. him or that Irish breakdown plaque behind him is, uh, we had bad storms today, and our internet and Vince and I live in the same neighborhood, so we're on the yeah. same internet company. And and uh, it went out, and they said it wasn't going to be restored till three o'clock. And I knew we had Jesse coming on the show, so I didn't, you know, man, we'll be fine. And uh, so Vince went over to his buddy's house, so I just wasn't planning on being the show. But we we're about five minutes from home. My mom calls me, goes, "Hey, the internet's back," and I was like, "Yep." Let y'all know I'm coming home. I'm not going to talk say. to y'all. I'm going downstairs. I'm jumping the show. Answers like, well, they. Angela's like, well, why do you need? I said, I'm going to be on my show after they beat Clemson. There's no way I'm not going to get on this show right. to a degree. Exactly. After they beat Clemson. It's not happening. It's not happening. But uh, glad to be with y'all. Fat Jack 33, because this is the first time I've been on the show with Jesse. So I'm kind of excited about that. <laughs> Vince, I know you have before. Ryan, I know you have, I think. Uh, Fat Jack 33 with a super chat. Thank you all for the great work you do. Nice to see Jesse in the house. I agree. Daniel Brown with a super uh, super chat. Thank you very much. Our, our Canadian friend with it. Yes, sir. Hey. Um, hey. Thanks for the super chat, eh? Um, hey. Brian B. with a super chat. Great win. Great IB staff chat. Thank you, sir, very, very much. And thanks again to all the people that showed up today. I got to meet some people that I'd seen before, some people I had never met before. Uh, Nick Gonzalez mm-hmm. came in. He was for, came in from San Jose, California to the game. Wow. And I got to meet him and his dad. That was great. Patrick Barnes with a super chat. Is it just me? It seemed like the loudest I've ever seen Notre Dame Stadium. Yes. It was up, it was up there. Since I've been there. I it mean, since there. I've been covering the team, it was the loudest. Except maybe, maybe the USC game in 05. 2017, 2017 USC was pretty loud. USC you know which 05 game was also pretty was loud? Pushed. 15 Texas was pretty nuts. Okay. that and, and then another game that was really loud, 14 Michigan in the second half was rocking. 
Remember, that's the year they won 37 to nothing. And yes, it was 37 to nothing. <laughs> Forget all that noise. Max took that. That was not a penalty on Max. That was a touchdown for Elijah Shoemate. But that second half was pretty loud. But for the entire, this game from start to finish was crazy. Mm-hmm. And the only, in Texas 15 and USC 17 are the two loudest I've seen other than, like, along with this, you know. But I, I think tonight might even, because, like, Vince, we felt a little like a, a little rumble. In the press box, we don't oh, normally, yeah. don't yeah. normally. Feel. Part of that was Learning the wind like gust, a... but yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. it was a raucous crowd tonight, which is yeah. not normal. Yeah. <laughs> at all. Patrick Fitzgerald with a big super chat. Thank you, Patrick, Woo! so very much. Benjamin Morrison. That's all I got. That's all you need, Patrick. All you need. I mean, that's all Alex you need, buddy. <laughs> Byron Levklich with a super chat. Thank you very, very much, Byron. Appreciate that. Patrick Barnes is back again. How much does a game atmosphere like this affect recruiting? Notre Dame Stadium was fire lit tonight, Ryan. Ryan, you, I'll let Ryan address this because Ryan had a really good article about what this game can mean short term and long term if they win, Ryan. So why don't you go right. ahead and, uh, and I'm sure you've already gotten some feedback on uh, on stuff. So, you know, what, you, what are your thoughts on that, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, Brian, I was reading a couple of the, uh, a couple of texts that I've already had from recruits early on in the chat because that was something that we had already talked about. I mean, people said stuff like indescribable best game I've ever been to like not best Notre Dame game, best game I've ever been to electric, like all those words kind of used. And I think that for me, it's, it's actualizing things, right? It's, it's, Mm -hmm. you you hear the vision, you hear what coach Freeman wants to do. You hear what this position coach wants to do and what the long-term goals of this program are, but then you see this type of victory, right? And you feel that atmosphere and you feel the energy and it becomes actualized and you're like, oh, that's that's what they're preaching to me, right? Like that's that's real. That's here. That's tangible. I can feel it now, right? So those things I think are kind of what was exemplified in this game tonight for recruits. If you were there in the stadium and I know that I've gotten a lot of feedback at this point with guys who just kind of – they're in awe with what this game oh, meant to their great. feelings of the program and – it's uh, it's actualizing the excitement around the program that we know was there already. That's it right there. All the stuff that they've been selling recruits about who they're going to be, it's one thing to say it. It's another thing to show it. Mm-hmm. I, I've used this example before, guys, where I talked about – I remember talking to Alizé Mack, and he was talking about his recruitment, and he said, when I went to UCLA – because if you all remember, he was committed to UCLA for a long time. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he said, when I went to UCLA, they'd get on the board and, and draw up how they were going to use me. When I went to Notre Dame, they popped in the film and showed me how they're going to use me. And it, it that mattered, yeah. you know, and Marcus Freeman's talking, we're going to be physical, run a ball. We're going to play with, you know, attitude. We're going to do all this. Okay, cool. Show me. Well, two games in a row, they've shown you. Can I say something else? Yeah. Notre Dame blew out Syracuse 41-27. No, I can't, Vince. They're so mean. Like, they nope. beat Clemson 35-14. Do you all know they have scored in the 20s offensively in both games? Like, like where offense got the ball and drove down the field and scored? Now, that's not a shot on the offense. That's all they needed. But like, it's the it's what I'm talking about is the, the nature of the team wins. Yeah. Right? Which means, guys, they're, the offense is going to get figured out some way, somehow. Imagine what they can do when that gets figured out. They have thrown for about 200 yards of total the last two games. Around 200 yards total. And they dominated two teams that are already bowl eligible. It's impressive. 
It just went from 159 to one. We officially yeah. hit daylight savings. Yes, we did. We just we're went back, back an noon? hour. All right. We're back to you're back to one. We went from 159 okay. to one. That's what I'm talking about. Vince, which, you said which we were means, do it. Which means we have another hour, right? That's yeah. right. It's only one o'clock. Suck <laughs> it up. <laughs> Suck it up. So so it did it's for Sean, it was almost like you had to repeat Saturday again. George Delaney, because <laughs> Sean's in central time. George yeah. Delaney, Notre Dame finally beat a top five team rated team with a healthy squad. Uh, after 12 years. So congratulations to BK. Uh, neither, neither team is making the college football championship and you never want to face Freeman's ND ever. Thank you, George. Chris Federico with another super chat. Thank you very much, Chris. Their wide receiver screen wasn't there all night. I, will, I was always happy to see them run it. I wrote this in, 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 and I'm, Ryan, I'd be curious to get your thoughts on this. I felt like, and Jesse, you can chime in too. You guys are the defensive guys. I felt like Notre Dame was baiting Clemson into throwing their RPOs outside. I thought Absolutely. the way Notre Dame was lining up and they would kind of like that step kind of peek inside. And as soon as they saw DJ pull, they were flying to the sideline. It's almost like they wanted Clemson to throw those passes. Like if right. that's what I felt like to me, the way that they were lining up and the way they were reacting post snap, it's like they knew they could bait DJ into pulling and throwing those balls. Did you guys see that on, on, on watching the game or is that something you have to go back yeah. and, and, and look for? No, I mean, I got, I got that vibe. I would say this. This is a – and we talked about this, Brian, during the week, right? Like this is a Clemson wide receiver group that outside of Antonio Williams isn't really a yak team, right? Like they're not the, the big take a screen, break a tackle, slip a tackle, going to create a big play. Like that's not how they're built outside of Antonio Williams. So I think it's smart of Notre Dame to, hey, let's work inside out and then let's let them – you know, try to actualize those types of plays, but we know that that's not their bread and butter, right? So you're forcing a team to try to take advantage of something that I don't think is a strength for them. So what you're saying, so Jesse, what we're saying is schematically (laughs) Al Golden and the staff said, we're going to not let them beat us with what they like to do best. We're going to make them beat us with the worst part of their football team. That's called good coaching. Yeah, and like Ryan said, they just, they use their leverage a lot. They made them, you know, they forced everything to the outside uh, use the 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 sideline as their extra defender, and it was just good to see good tackling, forcing everything inside out, like he was saying, and just make good plays on the perimeter. Man, it was fun to watch. I mean, just because again, it's not that they physically. I mean, I, I honestly, there's look, there's net. I've never watched a game, and Sean, I know you haven't either, because you and I are very similar. So I've never watched a game where I looked at every concept. I wouldn't change anything. Like, right? There's always going to be things you. I don't like this call, that call. And that, that, this is true of this game, but I really felt like they were well-coached on both teams. I felt like they were well-prepared. They knew where Clemson was weak. They knew how to get Clemson on their heels. I just felt like game plan-wise and execution-wise, you'd have thought Notre Dame was the team with the extra week to prepare, not Clemson. And, I mean, I, look, hats off. we've been ripping Tommy Reese all year, and it's not – we've said it's not personal. I don't want to rip Tommy Reese. It's because that's – but tonight – I thought that he t- especially with the conditions, because what if we talk 19 Michigan, 16 NC State, that team was woefully unprepared for the weather conditions. Tonight, they were not. Now, part of this because the team is suited for that, right? But we were asked a lot before the game, like which team do we thought was gonna to, to be better prepared? But like Notre Dame forced Clemson to throw the football, and there was nothing Clemson could do to force Notre Dame to throw the football. Nothing. Nothing. Notre Dame's like, we're gonna throw when we want to. There's nothing you can do about it. Oh, boy, that was impressive. 
Townie Irish, finally, thank you for the super chat, Townie. Finally, a dominant performance. Go Irish. Brandon Plensner with a super chat. Joseph told me post game he'll be good by next week because I asked him if he was good when I ran into him after the game. Because we didn't see a lot of Brandon Joseph in the second half of the game. That's injury yeah. insider Brandon Brandon Plesner right now. Yeah, that's, right. that's right. Was he breaking news on Irish breakdown, baby? I love it, man. Limping when he told you that, that's what I'm worried yeah. about. Was he like, yeah, yeah I'm good? Card. Yeah, they had him. They had him pinned in on like like when they stormed the field. Like, hey, man, I'm good as long as y'all let me get through this 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 yeah. line and get to the game. Yeah, right. Vince, can, so, can you can you do can you do that imitation again? That was fantastic. <laughs> you know, like yeah, my limp. limp. I'll be good. Yeah. I'll be good. Don't worry. <laughs> Vince, I love you, man. You're the best. Tyler Evans with Super Chat, ACC champs. I can't wait till till North Carolina and Clemson play in the ACC championship. And Notre Dame is like, we smashed both of y'all. Like, yeah, right. Battle hey, in second place. Sean, Sean had the stat earlier: twenty-seven and zero against ACC teams all in the regular season. Unbelievable. I mean, up to the, you know the last. And Notre Dame games. has now beat Clemson two of the last three times. By that the is way. accurate. They've played. Yep. Yes, sir, Bob. Here we go. Tyler Evans with a super chat. Thank you, Tyler. How did Clemson not get a flag the last play said quarter going into halftime? Which play was that? The time out the push, the shove? Like after the fact, they definitely they got, got, a, they got, they got, they got a penalty. They, they got, got a penalty. penalty. I thought it might have been. Um, I wonder if the last play was a play? sack. The last play I was a my sack. Notes in so. front of me. I wonder if he's talking about like something beforehand. I'm not sure. I'm not he's sure. talking about parks, a, and they got, they got the 15 yards to start the second yeah. half. The There's right. a lot of things I didn't know how they how they were going to get how why they weren't <laughs> calling flags. Sean and, and by the way, did y'all talk about how not only did Cam Hart make plays, but Cam Hart basically beat the receiver so bad that it forced him into holds too. Like it doesn't show up in the stat sheet for him, but like that was a big part of it too, man. Yeah. Big part yeah. of it too. Sean Hartman, a super chat. Thank you, Sean, so much. So sweet to win this game in the dominant fashion we did. Smash mouth football yeah, all baby. game long. Look, a win over Clemson is big no matter what. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I felt like it, a beating Clemson's not a statement win, right? It's just a good win. You're at home. You're not even supposed to win sure. that game. The way they won this game is a statement. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, what did we say? We want to see them leave the field where you're just you you know who the better team is. That was never a question tonight. Never a question tonight at all. Spark 5219 with a super chat. Dominance since the Lou Holtz era, era. I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you. Sean O'Hara with a super chat. How big of a trap game could BCB? I you can set you can set any trap you want. That's a bad football team. Yeah. You yep. know, but that's the kind Especially of point that we five is not the yeah. QB. Right. And that's the point Jesse and I were talking about earlier. It's like the next couple weeks, and Sean also, the next couple weeks, you get a you get a show that you've that you have matured as a football team. Is how ready can you mm-hmm. be for that game? And and I'll say this too, guys. I think the way that Notre Dame is playing right now, it's much more slump proof because it's not about weather conditions. It's not about you know timing of your pass game. It's we're going to line up. We're going to kick yeah. your butt. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. nothing you can do about it. And it's it's not and it's not just one side of the ball, right? Like a lot of these teams, college football, they're either great on defense, and this is what makes Georgia so good because the. You know, I've been pretty good at predictions this year. I think you guys would all agree to that. But the one I got really, really wrong was Georgia-Tennessee. And what I don't give enough credit to Georgia is Georgia is just a team they're going to physically beat your butt, and they're going to do it on both sides of the ball. Where, you know, Tennessee showed tonight, like, if the one side of the ball isn't on their game, they can't win. Right? If Ohio State's offense is off, 
they don't look very they look v- pretty bad you know where Notre Dame can go into those same conditions and say so what this is what we want 40 mile an hour winds mm-hmm. cool because that means we're just gonna freaking push you around the field all night mm-hmm. that was you know if they do that then then trap games don't become trap games but it's about whether or not they can show that maturity to, to bring that same to same focus, right? You're not going to bring the same energy. You're not going to have the same energy playing BC. You're just not. It's BC. It's just that's not realistic. But focus, the focus can stay the same for that game compared to this one. Ryan Loftus with a super chat. How does this impact recruitment? What a statement. Ryan talked about that earlier. This is this is big, y'all. I mean, this is this is big. It can't hurt. It, Ryan it certainly can't and hurt. And then the article, in the article, Ryan, he's like, look, it's going to help you close 23. But mm-hmm. Notre Dame's kind of stalled a little bit with 2024. Like, you know, this is the kind of game that can say, hey, y'all. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this is what we told you. This is what we told you we were going to be. And now, yeah. now you got a chance to do it. Sean O'Hara, <clears throat> Super Chat. Thank you, Sean. Who was the biggest recruit there? Uh, Peyton Bowen. Ryan, I'm sorry. Yes. I'm answering this for you. <laughs> Peyton Fine, Bowen. Man. Not even a question. Do you want? Did you watch Oklahoma get smacked by Baylor? Did you watch Texas A&M get smacked by uh, the old Florida Gators? Texas A&M is three and Texas A&M is three Three and and six, six. man. Three and. Do you want to go there? Play for those teams on defense, or do you want to come here and be a star and be a champion and walk out? Were they top ten, top five, something going into the season? Which we look. Let's we all said that was a joke. Always Arvin. I know, but still. But still, yeah, that's an epic collapse. I don't think anybody thought they were going to be three and six right now. Yeah, Sean Not Hartman sure. said, "What do we pay Mason to stay forever?" Look, I don't want Brian Mason to stay forever because he's a young guy with a fan. I want him to be a head coach someday. I want Dylan McCall Absolutely. to be a head coach someday. There's one coach that I'm giving a lifetime contract to, and that's Harry Heastan. That's the Harry one Heastan. dude on the staff that wants to be a full time lifer and his assistant. Right? There's Correct. two coaches, Marcus Freeman and Harry Heastan. I want Mickens to be gone someday because I want him to be a head coach someday. I want these, uh, you know, I want Al to get that shot. I want Dylan to get that shot. You know, I want all those guys to have that shot if they want it. Sure. Har- Harry's not going anywhere. Coach Free's not going <laughs> anywhere. Those are the two guys that I want. But if Brian Mason loves it here and he wants to pull a Mike Elston, I'm cool with that too. You know, I'm cool with that too. All right. Uh, we got a super chat here from Will Pacoub. Go MF Tigers. Brian Kelly isn't the same guy he was. Thank you for the super chat very much. Sean O'Hara, can we beat SC? <laughs> Look, uh, yeah, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make you a see, statement. Did you see Cal put 35 on him just now? Yeah, Jack, uh, Jack Palmer gonna, threw for 400 yards against them. 400 yeah, yards. There you go. Yeah, there play, you the, go. play the Cam Hart clip, Brian. <laughs> just, just play the Cam Hart clip. Uh, I'm gonna say this, and I mean it. And Sean and I, I think Sean, you and I talked about this on the show after Stanford. I believe we said this in the show. If this team plays its potential, there aren't many teams that can beat them. Correct. And especially on their own schedule. If they could do this to Clemson, there's nobody on their schedule that can. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's can USC beat Notre Dame? Yes, they can. Of course. Yes, they can. Of course. But can Notre Dame beat USC? There's no question. There's no question. If Notre Dame continues to develop as a program and plays their game. And Sean O'Hara says, "Will be, will be, will we? Where will we be ranked Sunday? I don't really. I mean, I'd say probably early, early twenties. Yeah, I'd say that be. Too. I mean, Somebody said nineteen. I think that might be I a little high. Yeah. I was thinking well, about high teens. The only reason okay. I would say high teens is possible 
because normally you don't, you know, six and three, but you saw a lot of teams at the bottom lose tonight. That's true. You know, there's going to be a so, shakeup in the bottom half for sure. Yeah. I mean, you saw, you saw 20 Syracuse lose, they're out. 21 Wake Forest lost, they're out. 16 you know, lost. 18 Oklahoma State lost, they're now six and three. 16. Yeah. At least in Illinois, you could at least say they're, you know, they're, they got, you know, they got, Two seven to two, but they don't have any good wins. Their name's got like exactly. who was it earlier so, that was talking about? Was it was it Jesse you're talking about? Like who's got more statement wins right now? I mean, who's got more big wins in their name right now? Right. Yeah. But like that's the other thing too. Like who? What's Illinois statement wins? So yeah, I mean, Sean, I think you're right. I, th- I could see late teams. The the poll that means more for me, Sean, though, is I don't really once the once the college football playoff poll comes out, I don't I stop really caring. Yeah, that's the one. The Tuesday's the one I care about. they'll be they were like what were they like thirtieth. On the AP poll this week, guys, they were, were they getting like some the votes. Mo- they were getting. Some I think votes. they they were pretty high, Jesse. I think they were like fifth, the fifth team out. I think they were on like thirtieth out. Like they actually went from no votes the week before that when they pounded Syracuse, they actually got a lot of votes. Mm-hmm. Now you beat a top five Clemson team. Yeah, I mean, not. Well, I mean, let me rephrase that. You destroy a top five Clemson team, you're going to jump into the top twenty five. There's no doubt about it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Andre Rainey, Brian, does a true QB1 put us over the top? I mean, it's not the only thing, right? There's some other things that have to get fixed. But, yes, if they can continue building on this right now, it does. I mean, look, I still think, you know, we need to see – a little bit more in the D line, you know, linebacker still has room to get a little better, you know, some things like that receiver room needs more depth and all those kind of things. But yeah, uh, a kicker that can consistently make kicks. But I mean, the biggest thing still missing from the program right now is a, a big time quarterback. I mean, I mean, Hey Vince, maybe Dylan's that guy, who knows, man, get, get some protein shakes in him, man. Let him fill out a little bit. There you go. I was, about to, say, I was about to say that. I was about to say that. You always steal my thunder. Brian, man, what did you and I talk about last night, man? It's just, always still my thunder, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The recruiting guy Sorry, was talking man. about my son. That can't be bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Steven Warnick. What a super sticker. Thank you, Steven. Very, 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 very much. Um, <laughs> Brian Burke says, after Dabo's late TDTO, I would have thrown long. I I would have. I mean, I might have. I might have lost it if he'd have done that. If he would have had Tommy throw a bomb, like just put Tobias or Dion outside, just throw a fade. <laughs> <laughs> like that would have been like the that would. Okay, if you could say what was the only thing that could make this a better night, that would have been it right there. Is if he'd have called that to hey. Clemson hasn't quit, so we're not going to quit. 
You know, like that would have been good. But They're you know what? I almost kinda, so means it, but you know yeah. what though? I almost kind of like the fact that Notre Dame said you can call timeout and plan for whatever you want. You still can't stop us running the football. Right. Right. They're gonna put we're still gonna rush for 13. Yeah, it's like just that yeah. that that was a bigger I mean, maybe the fade could have resulted in a touchdown, but that's but me that was a bigger, bigger middle finger you don't belong that was just like, on the field with us. Yeah. Exactly. You're not in our league right now. Right. Because you know what's coming. Yes. And you still everybody in this I mean, you talked about how, you know, when you talk about the offensive line from 2017 and how Everybody in the stadium knew they were going to run the ball. Everybody in the stadium has known Notre Dame is going to run the ball the last two weeks every time that they were about to do it, yeah. and neither Clemson nor Syracuse could stop them. Nobody. No, nothing. I mean, Marcus Freeman could have been like, we're running duo next. It's going yes. to be duo. To the left. To the left. And it would it would not have mattered in any way, shape, or form. I mean, that's kind of pretty much what Tommy Reese did against Syracuse. <laughs> I mean, because duo kind of, you, kind of gives away formationally. Yeah, pretty much did. Michael yeah. Burke, 5476, <laughs> bookends for a generation. Uh Michael, I, like that. I hate to break it to you, but Joe Alt's the left tackle and Blake's the right tackle. <laughs> he he knew he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. <laughs> well done, Michael. We appreciate you. Uh Sean O'Hara, record of Indy now with or without Tyler Buckner. I I don't want to spend too much time on this because we don't know. I was asked this question in the tailgate. I, I said they're seven and two if Tyler Buckner's a starting quarterback. I think they'd have beat Stanford. I just, I do. But you wonder, you wonder if would they have been forced to become this team if Tyler right. was still playing? Right, and I think that's a big. That's yeah, yeah, right. And that's not a shot on Tyler. It's just like no, they were forced to become this team, and it's just like it's almost like, you know, yeah. All right, Sean O'Hara, John the Falcon, Brian. Be honest, would have uh, would have uh, used the internet issue as an excuse to miss a show if mm-hmm. this game was thirty five. <laughs> if this game was thirty five fourteen, Clemson, yeah, I'd be upstairs hanging out watching oh. TV or something right now, I, crying in my milk or you know, I my, wouldn't my be in my buddy's, or something. I wouldn't like be that. in my buddy's yeah. basement right now. I'd be like, yeah. ah, this internet. show would have been over like an hour and a half ago. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, Sean, and Jesse. Yeah, sorry, y'all. Vince and I don't have internet. You know, yep. you guys shucks. You Sorry, know, I'd be studying the inside of my eyeballs right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, like, man, this is the this is the show I get invited on for. Is this one? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okie Nobi with a super chat. Thank you. Marcus Freeman era officially started tonight. First season and already it has a top five win and a dominating one at that. What do you guys think this does for the 2023 QB recruiting? I mean, I think it makes another name. Ryan, when you say this is kind of something like if you're a kid that name jumps on, like, look, it's not going to make Jackson Arnold want to come Notre Dame or mm-hmm. or Dante Moore or whoever else, but you know, um, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I well, think it's got to open up some eyes. I think so. I mean, when you think about, I mean, starting point is the offensive line, the running backs, right? Yeah. Like you look at that running game that's going to protect you. Look at the offensive line that's going to protect yeah. you, and then you could do your research and see. Oh, wow. They also got this guy named Jaden Greathouse in the 2023 class and uh, Braylon James and uh, Dylan Edwards, Rico Flores, pretty good player. You know, Cooper Flanagan, pretty pretty solid tight end too. So, uh, yeah, they get, they get a lot going for them in the 2023 class. So we'll see how everything pops out and finishes out here in 2023. But I, I still feel pretty good that Notre Dame will end up with, the, with a quarterback. But there's a lot to sell with this type of performance, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean – 
if you're a quarterback, though, I mean, you got to think that that guy's going to look at this and say, I could be the missing link. I mean, like somebody said, I mean, yeah, there's other things you got to work on, but the most glaring thing is a big time quarterback. You know, I mean, I just got to think that's that call is going to be a lot because some people say, well, you know, why would a quarterback want to play in that offense? All they do is hand the ball off. But it's a real easy sell. Hey, man, we don't want it to have to, you know, imagine how good we'd be if we could actually throw the ball too, you know? Right. And, 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 the and you could, and you could sell. Off. Yeah. And you could sell an opportunity to compete early, right? Like the right. quarterback play is not where it needs to be right now. And you can right. come in, you can compete, man. Let's right. see what you can do. Yep. Craig Sebring with Super Chat. If you would have told me we run for 263 yards on Clemson, I would have said you were drunk. But to quote Lou Holtz, we played smash face football. I would have not believed that. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have thought that. I thought that. I was like, look, I think they could rush for like a buck sixty-three, and you know, and that's a good performance against a team. Y'all, Clemson came in, gave up eighty-seven point eight rushing yards per game. Eighty-seven point eight. Eight games into the year, they're giving up eighty-seven point eight point yards. Per game. Three yards per carry coming into the football yeah. game. Yeah. And Notre Dame's rushing attack tonight averaged. 5.6 yards per carry, even with them taking a knee at the end of the game. Crazy. 5.6 per, per carry. Caleb Collins, what happened to Lorenzo Styles? That kid's confidence is shot. Did you guys see him fighting the ball on that? Yeah. That was awful, man. That was awful. That was awful. Yeah. Like, Brian, I, I'm, usually, I'm usually an advocate for letting guys fight out of their slumps, but like, this, this is the game right now. You can't play right now. Sean, here's the difference. Ryan's, here's the difference. Audric <laughs> had yeah. his fumbles. Had to mm-hmm. deal with the consequences in that one game, and he's yeah. bounced back. This going back to Cal, this has been an yeah. issue for Lorenzo. Going back to Cal, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, at some point in time, you got to be like my man. Like, and we had somebody tell us, and the thing that this was going on all week in practice. Somebody at the tailgate told us this yeah. was going on all week in practice. It's in his head now. Yeah, he's yeah. fighting the ball. Yeah, you know, and. Because it's not, like, it's not like he's, it's not like it's a highly contested pass or something, right? Like no. it's you got the training wheels on him right now. You're throwing him yeah. screens and stops, yeah. and, and like it's just he's not, yeah. You know, he looks like someone that's become robotic and he's not being athletic anymore. Right. He's like, chucking out at this point, in time, yeah. guys. I mean, it's in his head. That's, that's a good point. You know, boy, Brian. I mean, uh, Brian. We always say this, like we go back to the two tw- games in 2020, and we say. Look, Notre Dame was able to control the trenches six of the quarters. Six of the eight quarters, they controlled the line of scrimmage against Clemson. It's, it's now 10 of now 12 quarters. 10 of 12 quarters. <laughs> like, so now it's become yeah. a thing. Like, right. the players feel like, oh, we can, we know we can push right. you around. Yeah. It was almost like when Lou Holtz faced Miami. You might have more speed, but we know. We can push you around. Yeah, yeah. So, well, Sean, we had a we had a super chat that speaks to this. I want to pull this up to, to your point. Guy N says, "IB Nation extends all the way to Japan." So you know that's awesome. Like that's so that's great. You said before the game you didn't believe our O line was going to be able to dominate their D line. Do you believe now? What I said was, is I didn't think they were going to be able to, to like to dominate them the way that they had done before. I thought they'd win some snaps. Clemson won some snaps. I thought they could play well. And what we said was, what I said was, dominant against this team is not going to look like it did against Syracuse. That's where I was dead wrong because it was even more dominant than it was against Syracuse. And uh, do I believe now? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, 
I'm a sorry for for doubting you guys. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I did guys, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like I I you know I I, I, I like to be right, you know what I mean? And and I, I'm like, I was right about the running back. This is why I graded all you know Logan Diggs so high coming out of college. This is why I had Benjamin Morrison as a top hundred guy, blah 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 blah. I I you I Sean, if you'd have told me on on a show this week, they're like, "Yeah, hey guys, they're gonna they're gonna run for two hundred fifty yards." Dude, Sean, this isn't the Homer site, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's not what we do here. This isn't the Homer site. I would not. I would have not believed it. I, I guys, I would not have. Or I'd have said, like, maybe they rip off like an eighty yard touchdown run at the end of the game or something like that, yeah. right? Like, I wouldn't yeah. have believed it. Yeah, two hundred sixty three mm-hmm. yards, and your longest run, your longest run was twenty yards. You averaged five point six yards per. You had two hundred. Here's the here's a great stat, guys. Two hundred seventy one gained yards. They only had eight negative yards in the game, and two of those negative yards were taking a knee at the end of the game. And yeah. another one of those negative y- group of ne- batch of negative yards was Drew Pine getting sacked. Like, wow, <laughs> that was impressive. That was really impressive, man. Unbelievable, but th- hey, guy, my man, I love the fact that IB Nation is worldwide. Like that is so. We have Ireland, we have our, our guy Alberto from Spain, our Canadian friends. We've had people from uh, uh, from Southeast Asia. Now we got Japan. Love that IB Nation is worldwide. That is so awesome, so awesome. Uh, we got another super. Brian Zach Martin also gave us another he stand he stand Mason twenty twenty four. So he's Ooh. going with the veteran. The vet is going to get the, the 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 lead on that ticket. Adrenaline inspired. I missed the Ian Book interview. Can someone give me a link to it? I can't find it anywhere, like at all. What's he talking about? No idea. I think he was on NBC or oh, Peacock pregame, if I'm not mistaken. Did they not have the uh, the uh, Clemson people doing halftime for NBC in this game or something? Did they? Hey, yeah, Lebron Kirkland was on there with Julian Love this week. Yeah. Yep. That's so lame. Oh, this is hilarious. This is a great name. I ain't afraid of no goats. <laughs> Y'all get that for the playoff play on of Ghostbusters. I ain't afraid mm-hmm. of no ghosts. Okay, good. Um, this was the best Notre Dame defensive performance, I think, uh, since some of the game in 2012. And if not 2012, then Willingham's first year when we won six games without the offense scoring a point. I mean, it was... Guys, this was very reminiscent of 2012, but here's the difference. This team is faster than that. This isn't like as the big physical team like they were in 2012. This team's faster, but as far as dominance, I'd say it's close. I mean, uh, over a good team, yes. I don't I don't think the 2012 defense ever dominated a good team the way that they dominated tonight. Yeah. Right? Like I may maybe Stanford. But Stanford still rushed for 147 yards in that game and averaged 4.2 yards per play. Clemson mm-hmm. tonight have averaged 4.3 yards per play, and let's be real about that. A lot of that's because of the stuff they got late in the game. Yep, right. Yeah. At, at, for most of the game, Notre Dame had more rush yards than Clemson had total yards. It wasn't mm-hmm. until the last drive that Clemson went over. And even then, the end of the game, Clemson finished with 281 yards of total offense. They had 70-some at halftime. Yeah. Notre Dame had 263 rushing yards. Oh, man. 
I'd have to think. I mean, there's been some dominant games, but I mean, I get, I, I get the point he's making. Like this looked like this is what we thought. The we're talking about a lot about the offense tonight, right? And yeah. part of that is because the defense has been pretty good this year, so it's not as shocking to watch the defense do what they did. But I, I do feel like as we talk about how good the offense was, we can't forget about how the defense was really good tonight, guys. Yeah, really good. Fantastic. Really good. Steven Don Moyer with a super chat. After today's game, how likely do you see a QB flip? Thoughts, Ryan? I mean, uh, it just depends on who they target. I mean, let me see who they reach out to this week, right? It's not, they're not going to flip someone that's currently like, that's not like, it's not, it's not going to be Dante Moore. It's not going to be Jackson Arnold. (laughs) It's not going to be somebody like that, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we've put the names on the board, right? Like, you put the names yeah. on the board that, you know, we think that Notre Dame should go after or that, you know, Notre Dame's is taking peaks at and all that good stuff. As Notre Dame continues to play better football, I think it'll make it easier to flip one potentially. Mm-hmm. But, again, you know, we have to kind of see how the process plays out here. Only a yeah. few weeks from signing day, which is pretty wild. I know. So. I know. It won't be Avery Johnson. It's another name that people float. Uh, Jacob Abel, thank you, Jacob. Hey, Vince, I was glad to meet you at the tailgate. Brian, didn't get to talk to you, but thanks for the food. Great win. Students are rightfully celebrating. Jacob, thank you for stopping by. I'm sorry I didn't see you. So, uh, I think I remember uh, here after. I remember you seeing over there. I apologize I didn't get a chance to talk to you. But, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun tonight, guys. I really wish you could have come. Sean, and Ryan, you've been at a tailgate. Jesse and Sean, you guys haven't been at one. We'll have to get you guys to one of these one of these days. So, Sean, what you got to do is you got to not put it out in the universe that you're coming. <laughs> right, just maybe in your head, think about it, but then just like show up on Saturday and like head to the game. You know what I mean? Just like I'm just gonna no, roll, I, think, roll. I think what I'll do is I'll come down. So I'm off dude. I'm perfect when I'm coming down for media stuff mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, all just say time. you're coming to cover the game. So I'll yeah, come down true. like to cover, and that'll be yeah. Instead of coming, there you to go. See there you go. Andy Nation, that was fun. Thank you for the super chat. That was fun. Pick six, so so sweet. Sevens equal beast. Mm-hmm. Sean Stewart, I mean, this just sums it up right here, guys. If you just want to sum this game up in two words, and it's really <clears throat> in all three phases, bully ball. Yes. Yep. I mean, yep, yep, yep. guys, in, in all three phases, it was that way. Because we're mm-hmm. not talking enough about that, Jesse. We're not talking enough about how. The Notre Dame defensive line whooped the Clemson offensive line in this game, too. Yeah. Yes, they did. We're not did. talking enough about that. The defense just never gave Clemson an avenue to get back into the game, and that was yeah. a very, very refreshing thing. And that's kind of mm-hmm. been the backbone of the defense's mistake is Notre Dame kind of having the success and then the defense giving up a big play when they need to stop them the most. Because yeah. mm-hmm. we were waiting for it, right? Right. Yes. Like we were all waiting for it to happen. We were like, okay, it's going to happen. Yep. 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 It never did. Yeah. And yeah, one of their good. touchdowns was officiating driven. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was. The wine dude with a super chat. Thank you, sir. That was the most complete game since Michigan 2014. The O line put together a Joe Moore award type performance, steaks and wine for all after this masterpiece. <laughs> You know that's a that's a, and but and here's here's again that put it in. I think that he's on. I mean that was that Michigan game in 2014 was a really dominant performance. Yep. But again, y'all, that Michigan team wasn't nearly as good as the team they beat today. 
It's mm-hmm. true. I mean, Very true. not even close. Yeah. Let manager one with a super chat. Thank you very much. Okay, boys, what are you setting the over under on rushing yards versus USC? I'm just worried about Navy first, y'all. Like, let's <laughs> yeah. let's do that one. But yeah, I'll say this: that it, it better at least have a two on it if they're going to win that game. I said it early you at two twenty, two twenty, two twenty five. USC will be coming off an emotional game for the Pac-12 championship. That's going to be a two-tough weeks for USC, UCLA yeah. and Notre Dame. UCLA first yeah. and then Notre and, Dame. And by, and by tough, Jesse, you're talking about physically tough. Physically tough. Yes. It, Chip, Chip Kelly up up tempo but still runs very fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They are yeah. they are how'd they do tonight? Did you guys what was I didn't oh, see a lot of the they were up forward. double digits. They were up double okay. digits. Yeah. I'm looking at the final for their game now. I don't I don't see it here. Um 50 to 36. Wow, they yeah. gave up a lot of points tonight. Um, but yeah, they scored 50. That's a yeah. physical, physical football. And he's reinvented himself a little bit. They're not running the ball the way they did at Oregon with the speed and the tempo and a mess outside zone and, and buck sweep and reads. I mean, they're coming at you. Mm-hmm. And that team comes at you. That's gonna be two. Jesse's nailed it. That's gonna be two really, really physical games. And then does Notre Dame benefit? It's like this: either USC benefits because they got a taste of that physicality and it prepares them for Notre Dame, or what I think is going to happen is kind of what happened to Syracuse against Notre Dame. It's like Clemson softened them up, and then Notre Dame came in and said, "Okay, if you think that was tough, right? right, right. Just wait. If right. you think Clemson was physical, wait till you get a load of us. You know what right. I mean?" And and with all due respect to Clemson, they're not nearly as physical on offense as UCLA is. I can close. tell you who feels really good about their chances tonight. That's North Carolina. They're probably yes. looking at their chops like, oh, yes. we can yeah, we can hang with Clemson. Yes. Oh, we can absolutely hang with Clemson. Oh, yeah. They no probably doubt. feel that way. I love this next one. This is from Carbaldino. <laughs> With a super chat, thank you very much. Benjamin Morrison is my dad. All righty then. There you go. Abe Gambino with a super chat, a big one. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate you. Who would have thought the way this year has gone, we would snatch Clemson's soul? I don't get to see it much, but I live for Dabo tears. Yeah, I mean that's a. I mean they 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 did, guys. I mean Clemson by the fourth quarter, Clemson just wanted that game to be over. I mean, Dabo didn't, but the players did. And part of me wonders if he saw that, and that's why he was calling the timeout. Say, hey, like, like we we can't quit, guys. But like Clemson's defense, one yeah. and they didn't have Sean. They didn't have that no that Rasheem Green no Moss moment from 2017, where he just like y'all remember that like when he just turned his yeah. back on Q. I was like, no, I don't want this man. I'm tapping out. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm done. Right. But they didn't want to be there anymore. It's like. Did y'all ever see that key and uh, key and peel skit like front hand backhand? Like yeah. I'm not gonna do it anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like that. It's like I don't want to get smacked anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm yeah. I'm just done getting punched in the mouth. They don't want to be there, guys. And <laughs> I, I love the way he put that. They snatched Clemson's soul. Clemson knew they weren't. They, Clemson knew early they were not the better team, and yep. they didn't know how to handle it. Like they didn't know how to handle it. John Mann. Been waiting 20 years for one like that. Go Irish and cheers, boys. Keep up the amazing work. We will do our best, John, and we appreciate you very, very much. We're getting near the end here. 
finally, with so many super chats tonight. We appreciate y'all so very much. Brendan McGrath Music with multiple. Thank you for the super chat, Brendan. With multiple great games recently, including ups and downs for both teams, is there a chance Notre Dame and Clemson becomes a new rivalry? Well, they got to play again next year in at Clemson. I would yeah. love that. I, I really yeah. would. I'm, I'm, would you, I mean, here's the only problem, obviously, is is um, I'm, I'm looking up the Notre Dame schedule. They're beholden to kind of the kind of beholden to the ACC scheduling them. And I have a feeling we're not going to see Clemson a whole lot more. I'm going to look it up here, guys, uh, this thing here. So Notre Dame plays them this year and then next year, and they don't play again until 27 and 28. Mm-hmm. So four or five we'll – we'll see a three-year stretch where we don't get a chance to see them play Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And so the next two times they play will both be at Clemson. And then after that, they don't play again until 2031, and then after that it's not again until 2034. So, and then they, the last game is in 2037. So, but you never know. I mean, if, if I'm wrong and Clemson's dynasty is not over, maybe we'll see him in the postseason. I just hope you I'm know. alive in 2037. I know, right? There's a lot of people <laughs> who feel that way. I ain't afraid of no goats with a super chat, another super chat. Thank you very, very much. So I'm a Cubs fan too, which is where the goats, ah, oh, I see it. Okay. The curse of the goat. Okay which is where the goats part comes from the curse of the Billy goat. And I made this name in 2014, I think, and ghostbusters. It's very creative. We love creative people. We love the creative names, right? Like mm-hmm. there's two types of people we like when it comes to avatars. I like people that don't hide that are willing to put their own name out. Right. <laughs> I like those, but then also people like, if you're going to come up with some avatar, be creative with it. Right. Like I like those. I dig those like 99 problems, but BK ain't one. That's still one of my favorites. Right. <laughs> I love that one. Uh, Sean Michael, what's that? It's a great tavern. They have great cheeseburgers. The Billy Goat in Chicago. There you go. I did not know that. I did not know that. Somebody said Michael Burke said Clemson is not a rival. No regional connection, no true history. Clemson will not be on the same sphere as Notre Dame in two years. The question wasn't, are they a rival? The question was, could they become a rival? Mm -hmm. And I think it'd be a fun rival. You know, especially if Notre Dame is going to continue sort of having that ACC affiliation, right? Because Miami wasn't a regional rival, and they didn't have much of a history until the 80s, right? They played some in the 70s, but there was no connection until it became – like Notre Dame-Michigan – Notre Dame-Miami didn't really become a rivalry until Mm -hmm. they both got good again, right? USC-Notre Dame is also not a regional rival. Right. Now, again, that took years to become that, but like I wouldn't sure. mind Clemson becoming a rival. There's a difference between the school kind of becoming a rival and it being a rivalry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, a, a little bit different. Sean Michael with a super chat. Sean says, tonight, I think, was the shift into the ID, ID you know, the ID that Coach Marcus Freeman wants. Dabo was almost speechless. Complete team win. We looked elite tonight, truly elite. Also, huge recruiting win as well. The future is bright. So, Sean. One of the things I love about Coach Sweeney is even in games where they've lost, he's got something to say about that you just kind of feel like he feels like he knows the buttons to push to get this team back. I read some of the quotes, and I just saw his body language and the comment, the thing you pointed I, I, He looked like a guy that didn't have answers tonight. And that's a yeah. – it, 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 it immediately took me back to what he said during the week when he was talking about like the Jekyll and Hyde that you get with this team, 
that he has this year and trying to get. I don't them. want to hear anybody talking about Jekyll and Hyde <laughs> unless you're Notre Dame, bro. Sorry, partner. <laughs> he's locked in, but yeah, man, he um, he was very gracious after the game as yeah. well. I think he spent about thirty seconds, like talking to Marcus Freeman and, and hit him on his chest yes. and congratulating him. I was like, man, that was dope. He's that a was good dude. Dope. I like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to listen to his post game because I'm sure somebody asked him what he said, and he, I'm yeah. sure he elaborated. But you're right; he'll let you know mm-hmm. what happened, and yeah. why things didn't go right. right. But of course, he was clueless, man, because it had nothing. Dude, look, you and you and Ryan are going to go watch this film, and it's just going to be a bloodbath. Yes. It's just going to be 60 yeah. minutes of a bloodbath physically. Like, you don't have to worry about the scheme and the per. No, no, just watch. Just watch the trenches and watch the bloodbath. Yeah. Yeah. And it's as simple as that. Well, that is it. We are now officially out of Super Chats, guys. So we made it through to the end. Appreciate y'all so much. Ryan, Sean, Jesse, thank you guys so much for filling in tonight. You guys do a great job. You do great work. We have a great team here. I can't tell you how many people at this at the tonight at the tailgate were like, "Where's Sean? Where's Ryan? You know, where's Vince?" Um, you guys do a great job. We love the team you're doing, Jesse. We have people reach out, get emails about the job you're doing. Um, but uh, the thing I get from people is they really do feel like they are able to connect with all of you, and and the fact that you know we we do keep it we do keep it a hundred here, right? We're going to tell you when 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 it's not good. We're going to tell you it's not good when it's good. We're going to enjoy it just like the rest of you do. And tonight was a night that we are all celebrating because this is what Notre Dame football is supposed to be about. And I appreciate you guys joining us on the show and holding things down and letting me come on and, and have some of my own excitement as well. So everybody, my mate, my guy, may say K has it right there, right? Join the message board, hit that, hit that subscribe button and the notification bell. Make sure you hit the like button as well. Mace left that one out. Share this podcast Leave a five-star review if you're listening via podcast. Visit the IB store to get that sweet Dario White hoodie. And as always, go Irish. Great job, everybody. Enjoy that win. We'll be back tomorrow night with an upon further review. I will be back for that. Uh, We will be back here. Ryan and Sean will be back on Monday for the recruiting podcast. Going to be plenty to talk about there. We'll dive into Navy week next week. So because, hey, look, you enjoy this win for 24 hours. I'm going to probably enjoy this one for 48. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to prolong diving into the triple option as long as possible. And and so we're going to enjoy this one. But as you know, the IB team, we never stop. We never stop putting out content. So thank you all so very much for all the super chats, for all the people who didn't do super chats. Had someone say tonight that they felt bad they didn't give super chats. And I just want to let you know that if you watch our show consistently, you're helping us grow. You're helping us get revenue. You're helping our, our IB team and our IB staff grow and develop. You don't have to. Super chats are great. We appreciate them so much. They help us out. But if you're listening, if you're watching, if you're reading Irish Breakdown articles, you're helping us. You're helping us grow. You're helping us you know, kind of continue to do this. And we appreciate all of you so, so very much. Super chat from Willie Watson Weatherburger at the very end. Some great names. What a super sticker. We appreciate you all very much. So thank all of you so, 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 so very much. Have a great night. We will see you all again on the IB. I, well, I was going to say IB Nation. Irish Breakdown podcast.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.